homies have money? Are you broke? Yeah. Do bitches look at you like some kind of joke? Straight up. There's nothing you can do except get your PhD. Play a haters degree? That's right. Oh, hell yeah! Player Haters Academy, located on Well Farm in Detroit, offers the finest in player Haitian tactics. Yeah, that's right. Such as the bitch hater. Hey, man, fuck that fine-ass bitch. Or the look show. Yo, bitch, I might be ugly, at least I ain't got no money. Or the never-ending shooting star. Just cause he got a car, he wanna be driving that bitch. Get your PhD and join a nation of player nation. Word up. I'm see why the men break it off. Shut the fuck up. Hell no, nigga. You sounded more and more like a snee-eye-itch every day. Hell no, nah, nigga. I sound like somebody trying to make some paper and not get killed. He's a hook-ass nigga, I told you. Nigga, go toss a salad, stretch mark-ass bitch. Ah, uh, yes. Nothing like a little Terminate on site. That's the song that was playing just now. Ah, uh, man. I'm a little tired today, but I'm a little excited as well, especially because of the fact that I'm going to be having a brand new phone on the way here, hopefully this week. <sighs> also, last night was a pretty good night. Um, I'll probably address that in the next episode. Or sometime soon. But we got a show to do, ladies and gentlemen. And with that being said, good evening, everybody. And welcome to another edition of Real Time with Sky. As always, I am the man himself. And um, wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, thank you guys for joining me tonight. And if you are joining me for the very first time tonight... Um, welcome. Here on the show, we are always real here. And it's because if you, you have every right to feel what you want to feel. Because being real is a big deal. Basically, the big deal is being real. So, anywho, I appreciate you all for joining me tonight. Um... So, a couple things before I begin Dirt in Your Eyes 2, where I talk about my stepmom. Um, so, the last episode, I touched on a girl from back home that I really, really liked. Um, I addressed that. Um, it's not necessarily my best work. Um, I have better stuff coming up. Uh, however, um, in case y'all are wondering, it is because despite what I may have said in the last episode, and I may have had some laughs over it, I do see that she's living a very happy life, and out of everybody who has ever done me wrong... 
I do wish her probably the most, nothing but the best. Granted, I know the colors of her, but, um, but yeah, the true colors. But other than that, like, it really doesn't matter. As long as she's doing well, that's all that matters. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Another thing is, um, I, um, I don't know, it's a little tough. Okay, you know what, I am just going to go ahead and talk about last night a little bit, because last night was actually a pretty good night, I'm kind of glad I did, no, actually I'm really glad I did it, because, um, I went with a buddy of mine to an Aspie group. And if you're wondering what Aspies is, it is, um, it's basically the short term for my condition, which is Asperger's. And, um, I just want to, um, I just want to talk about that for a few minutes because um, that was a pretty fulfilling thing that I did. And shout out to my buddy. He knows who he is for inviting me. Um, I just, I thought it was a really great experience. Um, everybody being together, you know, um, basically trying to, well, no, it's not just trying. It's basically showing that you are not alone in this world. And no matter, even if you think a different way, you know, um, everybody in this world deserves a fair chance. And um, it was just a really great thing. Um, so I am... I do plan on going back quite a bit, actually, when I can. Uh, some days I'll feel like going, other times not necessarily. Um, but it was just such a good thing. Um, I'm sorry I don't have a lot more to say about it right now. Uh, basically, right now, I am just still trying to get used to making a podcast again. Um, and I just, um, you know, so I'm still a little sluggish, um, so I apologize, but it was just a really great feeling last night, and I just want to say this, and I'm going to make an episode about this sometime in the near future, but I just want to get this one thing out there real quick. I just want to say that no matter, sorry, I have a little bit of a stuffy nose. Um, you, everybody, I, I've said this many times before. As long as you are a good person in your heart, then everybody deserves a chance. And just because, again, some of us may not necessarily think uh, the way other people do. I mean, it just, it just, everybody deserves a chance in this world. 
But it's just a really great feeling, and yeah, that's all. That's all I really got right now, and hopefully, I'll have some more at some point. But um, I just want to say it, it really was. It really was fun, and I'm really glad I went. Uh, so, anywho, granted, despite the sluggish start, um. I, um, before we begin Dirt In Your Eyes 2, I just want to tell a little bit about it before I really get into it. So, tonight's episode, may have said it already, but I'll say it again. Um, it is about my ex-stepmom and the relationship that I had with her up to this point and I'm going to give a little more insight into my relationship with her and what it was like because for starters a lot of people have always wondered why I was always so negative about it well ladies and gentlemen the truth is you know, a lot of it was because of what was going on with my stepmom. I mean, you know, I know it wasn't easy me moving here for her. But let me clarify something real quick. She doesn't live with us anymore. Um, I'm actually very glad and it's relieving and um, was I perfect in any of the situation? Well, you know, she was still here living here. No, I honestly wasn't. But what I do know is um, I did the best I could. I really did the best I could in this situation. And it wasn't easy dealing with somebody who had a lot of hate filled in her heart. And it wasn't necessarily easy for me. Um, but the thing is, I got it done. And I survived it, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to put some long-awaited dirt in her eyes. And um, this is one of the biggest chapters in my book. And um, it's something I hold very personal to me now. And um, yeah, I just, um, that's all I got for introduction. So coming up next, when we come back from break, I will be officially telling the story about my stepmom. My ex-stepmom. So, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, when we come back from break, Dirt in Your Eyes too. Amanda, the ex-stepmom. We'll be back after this. I like my chili hot. As a matter of fact, I like my chili so goddamn hot that you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. 
When a working man such as myself wants a little hot fixing, I reach for that bottle of mama's goddamn hot chili. Smooth tender chunks with chili beans filled with mama's hot bastard bacon bits and drizzled with just the right amount of thick savory sauce dripping with noodle nuggets and Texas tough onions. Mm-mm, that's hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it by name. <laughs> gentlemen we are back to the show um i do apologize for starters for the sluggish little introduction i'm still trying to continue to make this podcast a little better so it may be sluggish at times sometimes i may pull it off but either way the introduction is not the main part of the show the main part of the show is here and now. So anywho, ladies and gentlemen, let's begin. Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. My ex-stepmom. Now, unlike Marissa, I have a lot more to say about this. I have a hell of a lot more to say. And I'm just going to be very honest. There's going to be a good chance that I'm going to yell quite a bit during this episode. Because unlike Marissa, where she was just a girl who I had feelings for and that I was really in love with. Amanda was married to my father. And what happens when you're married to a blood relative? You're automatically family. You're automatically family. And no matter what, family is supposed to look out for each other. No matter what. And I've had many, 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 many situations where you know I question my family quite a bit but ladies and gentlemen none of it was as bad as the relationship I had with my stepmom and it really really kicked off the issues that I had with that woman when I first moved here seven years ago. Now, as I said in the introduction, she's not here anymore. Thank God. I'm so happy. My father is also happy, which that's the most important thing. But I made a promise when I did the season two introduction episode. A few nights ago. That, that's not going to stop me from doing the Dirt in Your Eyes series. Now. You know. I may have had my situations with my family. 
with a lot of members in my family, but not none of them, and I mean none of them, compare to the issues that I had with my stepmom. And I gotta tell you something. I gotta tell you something. Because I'm gonna get very personal here. I did the very best I could to try to accept her. Now, when her and my father first got divorced, Despite the fact that I was so happy, and I mean super happy, that she's not here anymore, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't sad a little bit. Because to be honest with you, I kind of was, because I really wanted it to work out. Even if I fucking hated the bitch, I wanted it to work out for my father. And the real reason why I wanted to work it out for me is because despite the fact that I hated the bitch so much, that I loved my dogs. My sweet baby boy, Breeze. My sweet baby girl, Leia. And of course, the late pirate. The late old man pirate. Rest in peace, buddy. I still miss you every day. But those three dogs were the reason, my other reasons, why I wanted to work, why I wanted everything to work out with my stepmom. Now here's the truth. Here's the fucking truth. I don't remember a lot of what happened when I first met her. And when, you know, her and my father got married because, you know, it, I, it could have been different. I don't know. I don't remember. It could also be, could have been different whenever I used to come up here every single summer to visit my father. And, you know, I mean, I just, I really don't know. But when I first moved here, when I first moved here, because the whole reason why I moved here to Austin in the first place is to start over. Is to officially start everything over. To get away from a dark past and to get away from a mentally abusive household that I was dealing with at the time with my mother, unfortunately. Now, again, as I've said many times before, my mom and I have a better relationship now. And that's why I always tell her every single time. That I have a situation here and I go to her about it. 
This is for comfort and a comforting voice. Every time, every single time, she always asked me, do I want to go back to Missouri? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. I never want to go back to Missouri. Missouri can suck it. Granted. Granted, granted, granted. I do kind of miss it a little bit. Kind of. I mean, not entirely. But, you know, um, I'm glad to be here. But being here wasn't always easy. And the biggest reason was because of my stepmom. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the truth. My stepmom, my ex-stepmom was a wicked cunt. And the truth is, she used to take everything out on me. The biggest reason, though, from what I gathered after all these years, was because she was angry with my father. Because my father wouldn't give her a kid. So you see, that doesn't make sense to me. That legitimately does not make a lick of sense to me. Oh, you're angry with my father for him not putting a baby inside you? So what? You're going to take it out on his son? Childish, man. It's very fucking childish. I remember every time, multiple times, where... She would be so nice to everybody else. She would be so ass-kissing to everybody else. When her friends or her workers were over, every single fucking time, I shit you not, she would always be buddy-buddy with them. But every time I was around, she would take everything out on me. Like her attitude, her mindset changed. Like, who the fuck does that? I'll tell you who, somebody who's apparently pissed off that that she wouldn't get a baby inside her. But I'll tell you something. As time got worse, I mean, as time moved on, well, I was living here when she was living here. It got worse. It got 100 times worse. And I, boy, let me tell you all something. I got some stories. And I'm not even close to done yet. Because I got a shit ton of stories about the witch. One thing I remember every time was, you know, 
Every time we would have a situation, she would always try to play the victim. Like, oh, I'm the bitch. Oh, I'm the fucking bitch. Every time we had a situation, every single time, she would always try to play the victim. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you something. She is nowhere close to being the damn victim. If anything, for most of the shit, she was the perpetrator. And I gotta tell you something. She did some really fucking childish things. I remember one time, I believe like a year and a half after I started living here, you know... I remember we were having a fight, and this was when I was doing my lone semester of ACC, which, by the way, was a pain in the ass. I remember we were having a situation one night, and I was kind of giving her a dirty look while I was also trying to study. And here she is right in front of me taking photos of me. Taking super childish photos of me. And laughing at me. Saying like, oh, you should see the look on your fucking face. And here's the worst thing. She's older than me. Now despite the fact that I wasn't perfect... More times than not, she was acting like a child. You're 35, woman. You're fucking 35. And here you are doing stupid, childish things. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not done yet. And if you think I'm getting loud now, oh, just you wait. Just you wait. Now, before I continue, ladies and gentlemen, I know for a fact that if somehow, some way, somebody talks, somebody, because I'm still social media friends with some of her friends. One of them who's especially fucking hot as hell. I'm not going to lie. And again, a, a man has needs. I am a man and I have needs. And if I want to look at hot pictures of somebody, then damn it, I'm going to look at hot pictures of somebody. But that's not the point. The point is... Somebody's going to talk. And it would not surprise me if somebody says something to her. She listens to the episode and she hears all this. And she then calls me for the first time in a very long time while she is living over in, I want to say, Virginia. I'm not for... Yes, Virginia. She's over on the East Coast with her new man. 
She's going to try to call me and say, hey. Or no, 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 no. You know what? This is too good to not say it in a normal voice. This is exactly what she's going to say. All right, are you ready for this? Are you seriously ready for this? Okay, this is exactly what she's going to do. Sky, why are you fucking saying that all about me? I, I provided for you. I gave you shelter and <coughs> yada, yada, fucking yada. I was good to you. I fucking loved you. And blah, 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 blah. I know for a fact she's going to do that. Possibly. Or who knows? Maybe she might have actually grow, grew up. Grew some balls and say, you know what? I'm not going to let this affect me. But no matter what, it doesn't matter. You know why? Because I already wrote a lot of this in my book. I already wrote a lot of what I'm about to say next in my book. Which, once again, a lot of you fuckers out there have yet to read it when you promised me. Now, some of you, I understand. You know what? No, 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 no. You already know what I'm going to say. About those who are busy, that's fine. Those who are having a little trouble reading it, that's fine. Those who have read some of it or all of it, okay, that's fine. But there's some of you out there who never even took the time. But ladies and gentlemen, that is not the point. The point is, no matter what happens next, bring it. Because I'm not afraid. I may not be perfect, but unlike back in the day, I'm not afraid to speak the truth. And that is the whole fucking point of this series for season two of Real Time. That is the whole point of Dirt in Your Eyes. To bring the truth and to tell a little more about my story. I don't care what happens. If she wants to call me and cuss me out, go ahead. I'll just fucking keep hanging up on you. I'll block your fucking number. I don't really give a rat's ass. Because you want to know what the truth is? My stepmom was a snake. My stepmom was a fucking witch, y'all. She's a fucking child who... When she was living here, she was a pain in the ass to live with. Oh, I don't know how to be a motherly figure to you. Oh, if you do your chores, if you do what you're supposed to do, we'll be fine. If I do what I'm supposed to do, we'll be fine. What? So basically, I'm like a fucking servant or something? That I have to please your majesty in order for us to have a good relationship? No, playa. That's not how I do it.
That's not how I'm going to roll. The only person that I'm okay with doing that and being tough on me like that is, is the old man. And as a matter of fact, the old man and I had a conversation about this exact same topic. Not about my ex-stepmom, because let's be clear. We're both happy that she's not here anymore. But about the whole being tough on me. Because you see, the way my old man put it, is that I have some work I need to do. We all have work we need to do. Every single one of us in this society. We will always have work to do. But something that not a lot of other people have said to me really much. Is that I'm easy to love. Because of my good heart. And because of that, because of that saying right there. And because of that conversation. It made me think. Huh. You know what? He's so right. And I appreciate those kind yet fatherly words coming from him. Because as you all know, I've said multiple times on this show that my old man could sometimes piss me off. And I could piss him off quite a bit too. But after he said that, and after the conversation that we had about what I just said a couple of nights ago. And maybe be like, okay, makes sense. So ever since then, I am trying my best to work very hard on some of the things that he told me. Now, I don't want to get into necessarily the super details because it's not important. And that's not the whole point of this episode. The point of this episode and the whole point of this whole little minute thing that I just went off about is who the hell in your family says that? If you do what you're supposed to do, will be fine. In order for us to have a good relationship, keep doing your chores. And yada, yada, yada. It made me feel like a male version of Cinder fucking Rella. Cinderella, a male version of Cinderella. That the bitch made me feel like. What, so I'm your fucking servant? Oh, you're gonna keep throwing the fact that I work very hard to provide for you in my fucking face every time we had a fucking argument. And oh, I'm always having an attitude with you. Well, you fucking cunt, let me tell you something. And this is not the last time I'm going to be yelling in this episode. You think everything was always my fault? Well, look at your fucking self in the mirror. Because let me tell you something, lady. Not a lot of people liked you. And a lot of my people, especially people that you know... Now that your ass is no longer here. They said what you were doing was mental abuse. And that's exactly what it was. That is 100 goddamn percent 
exactly what it was. I was the Cinderella to your wicked stepmom. A lot of people, especially my mother, tried to give you a chance and see the best in you. You know what? I didn't say much back then because I was afraid. I was afraid to actually say something. Because back then, I was stupid. I was stupid and not as wise as I am today. Don't mind me for a second. I am recording this on my iPad and I'm taking it to the kitchen for a second because... My throat is kind of getting a little dry from all this talking and all this yelling, so don't mind me. Mm. Doing a podcast, man, especially a podcast like this, can really take a lot out of a man when it comes to his talking and his throat. Okay, I got a glass of water, so I'm good now. So, you know, what I said just now that a lot of people that I know and a lot of people that you also know, now that you're not here, have said what you did was abuse. What you did was mental abuse. And, you know, it's just, family is not supposed to do that to each other. And, you know, another thing I want to bring up about this subject is... How can I put this? I don't know where to even take it. Okay, alright, I got another one. Um, another thing I want to bring up is the fact of You and I No, 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 no. Actually, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. No matter what, 
Everybody. I mean, family. Okay, you know what? I apologize. I'm kind of losing my train of thought here for a second. So let me start this over again. Okay? As I've learned over time, friends, situations with friends is one thing. But situations with family sucks so much fucking worse. A lot of my trust issues, a lot of my anger issues, and to all a few other people whose faces or whose eyes that I will put quite a bit of dirt in, I'm going to be honest with you. You could, you could tell me I'm a fucking moron all you want. And you could say, oh, it's not an excuse. Because you're right. It's not an excuse. It's a fucking fact. And the fact is, a lot of my anger issues and a lot of the issues that made me this so-called negative, overwhelming person were because of the home situations with my stepmom. Now, unless some of you out there also know what it's like to live with someone who pretty much, for the most part, mentally abused you, you don't understand. Yeah, they, you could say all you want. Oh, physical abuse is worse than mental. No, actually, that's not true. Both of them, both situations are just as Bad. Both situations are just as bad. Physical abuse, you're striking down on somebody. Mental abuse, you're fucking mentally abusing them with your words to the point where they want to do harm on themselves and where they question themselves. And here's another thing that you all don't know about me. Some of you may not, some of you may, doesn't matter, I don't give a fuck. But a couple of the times, my stepmother, my ex-stepmother, mentally abused me to the point where I started beating the shit out of myself with my belt and where I fucking tried to kill myself one time. Where I was choking myself with my belt every single night. So to anybody out there who dares to say physical abuse is worse. No, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Because both of them are bad. Physical and mental abuse are bad, ladies and gentlemen. They are both bad. It is the bottom goddamn line. It is the bottom fucking line. That is the type of person my stepmom 
was. That is the type of person that I lived with that made me want to fucking kill myself. Because, oh, I thought I escaped the mental abuse from living in Missouri. No, it got worse when I first moved here. It got a million times worse. Dealing with someone who is a fucking 30... Well, I don't know what age she is anymore, and I really don't care. But dealing with somebody who is a 35-year-old woman at the time, and she acted like a child and said, I'm angry with your father. But every single time, every single goddamn time, she never got mad at him. Except when they were fighting, which at the time, it was very rare. Calling each other, baby, 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 mushy, gushy, la, 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 baby, baby, baby. Being, oh, buddy, buddy with everybody else. Oh, you're my buddy. Oh, give me a break. Give me a goddamn break. Y'all know what type, how hard it is to live with that type of person? No. Unless you come forth and tell me yourself that you know what it's like to live with a mentally abusive person. And that's not all, ladies and gentlemen. That is not all. Hardly appreciated anything that I did try to do. I, I always tried to be the bigger person. That doesn't mean I was perfect. Yes. I was not easy to be around. A lot. I really wasn't. And, you know, I've admitted that so many times that after a while, as I've continued to grow, I, I just decided I'm, I've had enough. And I, and I got a couple stories to tell about that. Trust me, it's some deep shit, y'all. It is some really, really deep shit. So, one of the things, the first story that I finally decided that I had enough was when I forgot, I forgot the time. But it was one summer, it was a little bit after my birthday. And I forgot how it happened, but apparently we got into an argument. 
And she just started screaming at me. And started screaming at me. Saying, I never do what I'm supposed to do. Or, oh, I'm so hard to be around. Blah, 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 blah. Well, it got to the point where we almost got a little physical with each other. Where I about wanted to whack the shit out of her. Again, I don't remember the full 100% story. I really don't. And even if I did, it really doesn't matter. But I had to leave. I had to get out of the house. And I even remember that she tried coming at me. And I was ready to fight. Now, before I continue, before I 100% continue, I normally don't condone violence. I don't condone domestic violence. Domestic violence is 100% wrong. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Whether you're a woman hitting a man, whether you're a man hitting a woman, or whether you're a woman hitting a woman, or a man hitting a man, or a family-family, relationship-relationship. It doesn't matter. Domestic violence is wrong. However, there's a catch. Sometimes some people do deserve it. And in the case of my ex-stepmom, Little misses, oh, I've done a lot for you. Oh, I've tried to provide for you. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I loved you. Oh, I was trying to be tough on you to try to help you survive in the real world. I was trying to help you and trying to make things better for you. No, bitch, you did not make anything feel better for me. You made things worse. You made things 100 times worse. I don't care what you say. I don't care what anybody says. When you are mentally abusing someone to the point where you're saying, oh, I'm just trying to help you. No, you're making things worse. Oh, I'm just trying to help you. Oh, I'm just trying to do this. Oh, I'm doing this because I think it's going to help you. No, bitch, get the hell out of here. And any... Before I continue, Let me finish this, the first story I was going to say, and let me make another point. Going back to the story. As she was coming at me, my father had to get between us. And Amanda fell on her ass, and she thought I was laughing at her, which I clearly wasn't. I should! 
I should 100% laugh because it is funny. Because the truth is, if she didn't know my father, and she didn't have my fucking dogs, and I didn't love my dogs, I tell her, bitch, go get some fucking STDs in your mouth. Go to a fucking belly dance club and go suck off some Persian motherfucker and get some fucking STDs in your goddamn mouth. But because of the fact I loved my father and I still do to this day, even if he pisses me off, which he does, and he knows it, and I piss him off, and I know it, I put up with a lot of shit. And let me say something else. Let me say something else. You're saying it's my father's fault for the way you act to me? No! No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You know who else has something to say? Here, give me a second. Here, give me a second. I want to have WWE wrestler Daniel Bryan chime in. If you just give me one second, let me get a hold of him. Because I want to ask him this question. I want to ask him this question. Listen. He did not die a hero's death. But he was a man. Ha! I figured it was all going to go on a wardrobe full of windbreakers. Oh, and maybe some nipple clamps. Who knew you could use a tattoo gun? It's one of those skills you pick up in prison. You know, inking your name on your celly's ass. Ew! sits on his ass all day, smoking dope and jerking off while he plays that fucking game. If that's our standard for goodness, no wonder this country's screwed. It has. By the time I was his age, I'd already been in prison twice. I robbed banks. I ran whores. I smuggled dope. And you? They got me right fucking here. The end of the road. With a big house and a useless kid, and I'm stuck talking to you because no one else gives a shit. Oh, I'm living a dream, baby. And that dream is fucked. It is fucking fucked. You fuck around while I'm out there. I'll climb back up this rope and strangle you with it. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are so lame. No, I'm watching Fame or Shame. A fucking tits. No. I feel like I'm channeling bullshit right now. 
Back into my palace. Back. Back, back. Yes, there you go. Oh, 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 oh! What? Hey, enough of that! Bullshit. Threatening to molest your online buddies is bullshit. They're not my buddies. They're the only people you speak to. <laughs> Talking of beautiful things. Yes, I hear Stockholm Syndrome is very nice this time of year. Hey, bullshit. Go to college. Then you can rip people off and get paid for it. It's called capitalism. The fuck is he doing? Fucking Stoner Brick! Army asshole! Deck down? Hey, that brick pulled my marriage down. Man, you really gonna be this fucking dramatic? Yeah, whatever. I didn't me! I'm gonna stick up my hand and say that was uncool, bud. My bad. Seriously. Oh, how fucking magnanimous. May I please offer you my applause? You fucking motherfucker! Dude! That's nice. What's the deal with the bureau, man? This clown. I mean, he's an okay guy. Fucking cocksucker. Fuck. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! I'm getting too old for this nonsense. I can't believe you won. Introducing Pulse. Broken phone? We fixed that. Now, shit! Keep cool! Move! Let's go, pal! And now your history! Okay then! Who's the police? Are you happy now? Get a fucking move on! You wanna live? Stay the fuck down! Hold on! Move your ass! I'm reloading! Are you fucking kidding me? Help! Come on then! Move! Move that sweet ass! Quick! Let's move! Fuck you! You hit me! Damn! Get the fuck off me! Come on! Move! Fuck! Drive! 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 Are we finished? Actually, we need to go someplace else. Look out! Shit! Not now! I ain't got time for this shit! Who do you think you're hitting, prick? Oh, sorry about that! Move it! Quick! I'm waiting! Shit! Franklin! Get out the way! Oh, Cam! What's wrong with you? Okay, we're not joking, are we? Then fucking move! Very, very funny! Give me some help! Out of the fucking car, lady! I ain't got time for this crap right now! Move! Ah, fuck off! Good shot! Damn, move! Oh, fuck, no! Don't let me fucking stop! That's the last fucking thing I need! You're planning on dying right now! Fuck all you fucking fucks! Not now! New plan! Give me all the cash and you'll live! You moron! You drive! Fuck this! Taxi, here! Quick! I'm reloading! Stay the fuck down! No way! Damn! Give me the fucking bike! I'm out! Yeah? Yeah? Shit! Don't be a dickhead! Come on, move! Watch out! Why? Why? Why you fuck why? Don't make me do something I don't wanna! Hey, we need a ride! Fast! Watch out! Come on! 
What the fuck is wrong with you? Damn it! Shit! You think you fucking scare me? Oh, give me a fucking break! Oh yeah, let's do this thing! Out! T! No! T! Out! Now! You shit! Watch out! So kill me! Get lost! Come on! Give me some help! We gotta lose those cops! Hurry up! Ah, fuck off! Get the fuck out of the car! I see we're not fucking around! Fuck! You fucking idiot! You better drive! Wait for me! Ah, fuck! Are you fucking with me? Damn! Reloading! Help! Come on! Fuck! Come on! Out! Look out! I ain't got time to swap details, asshole! Yeah? Lose them! You're fucking dead! Come on, let's go! Fuck off! You're really starting to piss me off! Nice shot! You hit him, you idiot! Stay out of my fucking way! Fuck you! Franklin, no! Sorry, gotta shake these pricks! The fuck is wrong with you? Cops! Over there! Ah, uh, you're a funny guy! Move, will ya? Excuse me! Fuck you! Stay down! Yeah, I guess that's that, motherfucker! Fuck! I need some backup! Get out! Shut the fuck up! Move! Not now! You wanna die here? Ah! Fucking start! Get in! Watch out! Ah! Ah, shut up! Oh, that's that! I need that bike! Careful! Don't be a hero! Cash! Now! I want these pricks get lost! Ain't this a barrel of fun? I told you to fuck off! Screw you, copper! Shit! Where's the fire? <laughs> oh, shit. You're going bust. Hey, bro. No! Franklin! Somebody explain to me how I'm not dead. Finish it. Would these trees just shut up? All right. Watch and learn. Mmm. Sounds interesting. All right. Knock off the cheating. You fucking dick. Kill me then! Hello. Hello. You know what? You should see a doctor for that shit. Ah, hell. Not bad. Hey, pal. What, are you fucking drunk? No, no. Well done. Buck 80. Nice. That is total bullshit. No pressure, no mistakes. Stay calm. <laughs> you always had a very well-trained wrist there, T. Hey, hey! Hey, why are we doing this, bro? Come on. I'll take that. Get off my ass. Oh, man, do I suck at flying. Goodbye. Bullshit. You fool. You shit. All righty, then. Let's have a little chat. Your generation ran this country into the ground. There, left. Remember, I'm a bad person. Get out the fucking way. The fuck is going on? There he is, down there. You're really making my skin crawl. Oh, sweet. Mmm, nice. You fucking dick. Ah, uh, God, I feel like I might die here. I need some time to myself. Look right. Hey, you're pretty good at this. I see some bad drivers, but you. Woo-hoo-hoo. Ah, crap. 140. Nice. Look up there. Fuck you. And you are history. Hello, sweetheart. Hit the board, you lunatic. You always was good at chucking Spears tea. You fucking idiot. Come on, kid. They okay? This was a nice car. Hey, the car. You're not exactly a looker, are you? How do you know if you're ready when you're not ready? And kind of ready and ready all at once. Uh, give me another. Crap. Well done. Really? Well done. Hey, you. Really? Aw, oh, give me a break. Not bad for a fat old fucker. Calm down! Hey! <laughs> you think you're tough, don't you? Oh, take a look at that. Hey, sorry, I gotta get out of here. Well done.
Getting too old for this bullshit. Motherfucker! I'm sorry, where were we? My God, you're sad and desperate. Of all the things to pick a fight with, I gotta choose gravity. <laughs> Don't worry. It's only the rest of my life. Keep this up and I really will be a fat ass. Man, you are lucky. Your generation really fucked this country up. This ought to be interesting. Damn. I warn you, I'm a killer. Whoa. You suck. Holster it. I got a cloud empire and a planet. And I'm a king. Like everyone else. Oh, please, give it up already. Fuck. You're good at darts, aren't you? When people look at you, do they turn to stone? So, you wanna play a little darts? Go on! You got this idiot! The fuck is wrong with me? The fuck? Ooh, that's nice. Oh, that is foul. <laughs> Come on, then! Ah, fuck! Uh, you just hit him. T! Fuck! There you go! Bam! What the fuck? And this stuff seems kinda interesting, alright? All those celebrities, they can't be wrong. Oh! I hear her in the other room 
making fun of me. Saying, oh, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo, poor Sky, he just takes everything that falls around him. Basically, in the other fucking room, making fun of me. Insulting me. And I get so fucking mad. I toss the cleaning shit there. I'm like, you got something to fucking say to me, bitch? Come here and say it to my face. I dare you. And then she has to go into the garage while my father's on the phone. And she has to be a little fucking tattletale. And then she comes out a couple of minutes later saying, Oh, it's not going to be fun when your father gets out here. It's going to be on like Donkey Kong. And I'm giving her the meanest look like, I'm about to fucking strike this bitch. And I don't care if I fucking go to jail the rest of my life. I call her a fucking cunt. I said, you fucking cunt. You fucking cunt. And I'm just laughing in anger. So I try to go cool off. My father comes out. And surprisingly, he's not angry. And my stepmom and I, we get into a very nasty screaming match. And then I had to go into my room because I couldn't do it anymore. And my father, the brave man that he is, had to stay out there and try to defuse the situation. And for a little bit, I was going to let it go. I was going to let it go. But then, once I got into my room, I could hear Amanda saying all sorts of lies about me yet again. Saying, oh, I'm always having that attitude. Oh, I'm always so disrespectful. Yada, yada, fucking yada. Saying all this bullshit. Now, while I wasn't perfect, saying that I'm always this way or always that way is complete bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. And then I leave the room. And I go out there. And I'm shaking my head at her. I'm saying not another fucking word out of you. You're fucking dead to me. And she had to do the, I'm not finished talking, like screaming in her little psychotic voice. I'm not done talking. I'm not done doing this. Let me finish. Yada, yada, yada. Basically doing what she always does. Basically trying to play the victim. And I told her, I said, you know what? You're fucking dead to me. Another fucking word out of you, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. And if that means I've gone to prison, making her suffer for all that she put me through, all the mental abuse that she put me through, well then, it's more worth it. There were many times where I would rather be dead or homeless or in prison than dealing with the mental abuse that I had to deal with almost every fucking night. 
I went back into my room, and moments later, my father calmly came in, and I saw him do something that I have never seen him do before. And that's crying. And that just broke my heart. That absolutely broke my heart. And because of the fact that that night happened, and because of the fact that they were going through their divorce, I had to leave for six weeks. I had to go to Houston for six, three weeks. I had to go to Missouri for three weeks. And while I was gone, because of the fact that my stepmom was pretty much a hate-filled psychopath, because of the fact that she couldn't have a kid, and all this shit, I was worried every night that she was going to kill my father. I even kind of had a disturbing dream about it. Where I got the call where my father was dead and I had to basically be right back at square one. Where I was back in Missouri and everything was just as it was whenever I first moved down here, when I first left Missouri. I was scared every single night that I was gone for six weeks. Because as much as my father pisses me off at times, I don't know what I'd do if I lost him, if I lost him, if he died. Not because of the natural, everybody's going to pass away, but I meant so he got killed. I don't know what I would do. That is absolutely one of my worst fears. And it was hard. And it just broke my heart. What really broke my heart is that during their divorce, I can't necessarily go into the details, but she basically played the victim, but yet she was the one who wanted the fucking thing in the first place. And it's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. But of course, every single fucking court system has to listen to the fucking lady. No matter how wrong they are. The, wo the woman is always going to have the court on their side. Unfortunately, no matter what. And it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting that she was the one who wanted this but yet she got more from the settlement it's gross it was fucking gross and you know what the comment I said about her being a snake still stands it's still absolutely stand because that is a move that a snake would do slither on by trying to play Mr. or Mrs. Innocent until the right moment to strike everybody feeling sorry for her 
Everybody feeling sorry for poor little Snakey. Oh, Snakey, Snakey, Snakey. Oh, Snakey, Snakey, Snakey. You see the cute eyes and then BAM! Poisons you with that venom. Poisons you with that venom. That's what my stepmom did to my father in the divorce. And I think it's fucking garbage. I think it's fucking garbage. Granted, what's more important is that my father pays up his end of the bargain and that she's out of our lives forever. That still doesn't change the fact that I think it's disgusting that she had to pull a snake move by playing the victim call. It's absolutely disgusting. And if anybody out there wants to call me a sexist, fine. I don't really care. But this is me being real. And if you can't handle the truth, then don't fucking listen to my show. Because no matter what, the show's going to go on always. I will always find a way to do this show. I will always find a way to do this show. Some people are going to agree with me. Some people are going to love me. Some people are going to disagree with me. Some people are going to fucking hate me for it. But you know what? Unless it has something to do where my ass is on the line when it comes to bettering my life, whether it's a job or whatever. Otherwise, I don't really care. Because it's my show, it's my rules. And whatever I say goes. And trust me, I could say a whole hell of a lot worse shit. But I'm being a very nice guy. I think. Everybody, I don't give a rat's ass if you're a man, if you're a woman, if you are a Jew, if you are a Christian, if you are black, if you are white, if you are Asian, Latino, Russian, Indian, Persian, Iranian, Saudi Arabian, Russian, French, a flow of piss or a piece of shit or a vibrator or a gimp. I don't really care. Everybody has to take some accountability. Everybody. It doesn't matter what you are. That includes you, President Trump. Yeah, I, I'm, I said it. I've said it multiple times. I'll say it again. That includes you, Mr. President. Everybody has to take accountability. And my stepmom did none of that. Not with me. Not with the divorce. But yet she was the one who fucking wanted it. She was the one who fucking wanted it. What the hell is wrong with this society? 
And you know what? It disgusts me that even when a woman does wrong and she takes the situation to a legal process, the woman apparently always went. Even as an example, like if a mom is a fucking drug addict and the, the dad is trying to save their fucking child from the crazy fucked up mom. You know who the courts are always going to side with? The fucking woman. Every single time. No matter the situation. A woman could be a fucking method and the courts will side with her. A woman could be bipolar and the courts will always side with her. A woman can be abusive or mentally abusive. It doesn't matter. And the courts will always side with the woman. Every time it is a simple state of fact. Now let me make one thing very clear. Not every woman is at fault for this. Every woman has every... There are some women out there, especially some that I know, that were victims. And that the men are pieces of shit. That the men were scumbags. That the men were mentally or physically abusive or whatever. Those are the ones who deserve those good women out there who really have suffered. They are the ones who deserve the sympathy of the court. They're the ones who deserve to be saved. They're the ones who don't deserve not, not any sort of domestic violence or any sort of domestic abuse. Doesn't matter. Those are the ones who don't deserve it. But those like my stepmother, my ex-stepmom, they don't. And I'll tell you something right now. Time traveling back, if there was ever some sort of an, an investigation and people asked to talk to me, if I could time travel myself right now, not the me of two years ago, not the me of four years ago, or whatever, if I could time travel the current me right now, who is as real as it gets in the fucking room, back to that time, and people, any legal investigator or whatever, asked me the question, and they said, tell me what Amanda was like. I'll be like, oh, where do I begin? But they won't. But they won't. Every single time, doesn't matter. They won't. But boy, that would be something if, if any legal investigator ever asked me the question. What do I think of Amanda? What do I think of my ex-stepmom? Oh, I got a bunch of shit to say 
I got a bunch. And I have, I'm not going to say any names, but some of my people now, they know exactly what I'm talking about. They saw a lot of it too. So it's her word against my word and my people's word. Or who's going to win that argument? Who's going to win that situation? Not her. Not her. I'll tell you that right now. And then she wouldn't be able to sink her little venom teeth. She wouldn't be able to sink her little venom teeth. She wouldn't be able to do that. She would not be able to do that. But unfortunately, that's not the way the legal system works. Now, her mom and her dad, I love them both very much. I could speak nothing but good things about them. I could speak all day about her parents. My grandparents-in-law. I could speak all day nothing but great things about them. Especially my grandfather-in-law. I fucking love my grandfather-in-law. Do we, did we have some situations? Of course we have. Of course we've had our fair share of situations. There are another reason that made the abuse worth it. There are, there are, there are another reason that made it seemed not that bad. There are another reason why I put up with this shit all these years. I wasn't perfect. I never have been. I never will be. And anybody who expects otherwise... You're just wasting your time. It's just a waste of time. It's just a waste of time. So to anybody out there who I may have had a situation with, who, again, I will be spitting some dirt in your eye too very soon on this podcast. You can say whatever you want. But that was one of the main reasons why I started developing a dark side. Because of my ex-stepmom. Because of the snake. Injecting her venom in me. And it turned into venom of rage. Within me. A venom of wanting to not live anymore. Because of this fucking bitch. As the old saying goes. Don't ever judge a book by its cover. Don't ever judge anybody. Until you get to know their story. Because they may be going through a battle. That you have no idea about. Be kind. Always.
No matter what. And that's what I've always tried to do in any situation, including my relationship with my ex-stepmom. And quite honestly, I'm glad the bitch is gone. I am so fucking relieved. Do I still have some anxiety of worrying about certain things? Not that I'm going to get into it right now because of her. And sometimes worrying about if things are ever going to go back to what it was when she was here. I'm worried about that shit every fucking day. I worry about that shit every fucking day. Because living with someone who mentally abused you and claimed that it was trying to help you to get out there in the real world and to survive in the real world. Nah, playa. That's not helping me. That's making the situation worse. My mother did the exact same thing. But the only difference is we have a very great relationship now. And... She was on pills back in the day, and plus she was bipolar. But let me tell you something real quick. She has come so far, and I am so proud of her. And she, and she recognizes her mistakes now. She takes accountability for her mistakes. There are times where she doesn't, and there are times where I have to call her out because of it, and I have no problem with doing that. But you try telling me, anybody out there who doesn't understand, you try telling me what it's like to live with someone who mentally abused you almost every single night and put everything on you and took everything out on you just because she couldn't get a dick inside her pussy and a baby put inside her. You fucking answer that fucking question, y'all. You tell me what it was like for you. If you understand, if you have a story of your own, you fucking tell me. I'm listening. This is a safe place to be real and to lay it all out on the line and to lay all your cards out on the table. To push all the chips into being all in. This is the safe place. But if you don't understand... If you don't fucking understand... Like what I have gone through. Then shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Because you never will understand unless you get to know somebody and know their story or unless you actually have gone through it yourself and you can relate to other people. Just shut the fuck up. If you don't have anything kind to say or just letting people feel safe to feel, excuse me, to feel what they want to feel, then shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Let me say this. 
and closing statement. And I said this at the Aspie group that I went to last night. Yes, there are some things that we aren't perfect on. Yes, there are some things that you could always do better on. Always, no matter what, it doesn't matter. But if you are ever abused in any sort of way, physical or mental, you take a stand. You take a stand and say, no, this is not okay. This is not cool. This is not okay. Because you are just as valuable as the people who are abusing you. Men, women, physical, mental, doesn't matter. You are just as important and just as valuable. And you do not deserve that pain and anger. Take a stand. Take a stand, y'all. Take a fucking stand. Take a stand. And whatever you do, don't ever put yourself in a situation that is abusive where you are being the abused. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you all something. Living with a person like that, who had so much hate towards someone else but took it out on you instead, is not okay. No matter what the situation. No matter what. No matter fucking what. It's why I can't stand people saying that everything is my fault and then when a situation happens everything else has to be brought into the equation I can't stand that shit not now not ever doesn't matter can't stand that shit I can't stand that shit It's why I am who I am. It's why I'm glad the snake is gone. I even got a quick song to sing for it. To the tune of some of the famous orchestra songs. Cunt, 
Can't, 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 you are a fucking cunt, I'm so glad you're out of my life, you fucking cunt, you are like a fucking runt, cause you're a fucking cunt, cunt, or here's another one. Can't You are a cunt. I'm so glad you're at my life. You are a cunt. You are a runt. Cons, 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 cons. <sighs> Whew. This is probably the longest episode I've ever done. Dang. But the point is, don't ever be the scapegoat and don't ever be someone else's punching bag. Don't ever let anybody make you the scapegoat. Because abuse is absolutely not okay. No matter what. But especially when it comes from people who you're supposed to call family. It's not okay. It's not okay. It hasn't been an easy road, but I'm glad I'm starting to surround myself with more positive people than negative people. That doesn't mean I'm done yet with the Dirt in Your Eyes series of real time. But I'll tell you, damn, I feel better. I feel better. I feel so much relief, it's not even funny. Whew. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for hearing my story. About my step ex-stepmom. I'm glad she's not here anymore. I do miss my dogs every day. But I'm glad she's not here anymore. It has been such a relieving feeling. So. Have a great night everybody. And remember. On this show. Never feel afraid to feel what you want to feel. Because the big deal here is being real. Peace and love, everybody. On the next episode, I'm going to put some dirt in the eyes of my former best friends who I once considered brothers and who also screwed me out of my old job. What is it, you ask? You'll find out next episode. Of real time with Sky. Talk to you all soon, everybody. Bye. 
This is a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O, O, H to the O, V. I used to move snowflakes by the up. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho, ho. Not DOC, but similar to the letters. No one can do it better. I check cheddar like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast. So that's what I'ma do. Take you back to the dude with the Lexus. Fast forward the jewels and the necklace. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. Shoot at you actors like movie directors. <laughs> Say the movie, dog. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. I did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. They ain't lie. I done came through the block and everything that's fly. I'm like, check your barrel with bling on. I'm complex. I never claim to have wings on. Get my whiny means on. Whenever there's a drought, get your umbrellas out because that's when I brainstorm. You can blame Sean, but I ain't invent the game. I just rolled the dice trying to get some change. And I do it twice, ain't no sense to me. Lying as if I am a different man. And I could blame my environment, but ain't no reason why I be buying expensive change. Hope you don't think users are the only abusers. Getting high within the game If you do then how would you explain I'm 10 years old still the vibe is in my veins I got a hustler spirit, period Check out my hat yo, people wear wear Check out my swag yo, I walk like a ball player No matter where you go you are what you are player And you can try to change it, that's just the top layer Man you was who you was where you got here Only God can judge me so I'm gone Either love me or leave me alone Schedule program. L'album noir. The black album. <laughs>